Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Domestic Boyfriends Podcast. My name is Dean, and always with me is my co-host, Vincent. Hi. I don't think they hear you. Hello? Okay. <laughs> you kind of cut out when you said hi. No! It was too high. It was too high-pitched. Um, what are you, a cop? Um, I might be. No. I'm done. <laughs> Change match back. <laughs> um yeah welcome uh we're on episode 11 last we didn't bring it up but uh last episode was episode 10 10th episode pretty big for us we only do this twice twice a month now so and we do it whenever we can but you know pretty big achievement thank you all for listening up to this point uh thank you for everybody that listens to us locally thank you for our belgian fans we love you um i love your waffles yeah um yeah just thank you uh today's episode we're gonna be talking about miss marvel um disney plus original series from marvel but before that uh we're gonna do some news so between last episode and this episode, uh, we had San Diego Comic-Con. There was a bunch of stuff announced, but we're just going to go through the things that we took from it. We're probably missing a few things, but they'll probably come up again in later episodes. Like, if it's stuff that's, like, related to what we like. You know the, de- you know the deal. Um, I guess I'll just go off, like, the entire thing that Marvel had. So, their Hall H panel, like, every year... Um, had a bunch of stuff, especially this year for some reason. They're just like, you know what? After Endgame, we're just going to go ballistic with everything we're releasing. So uh, it was confirmed by the executives themselves that Thor is the end of uh, the Phase 4 movies. I don't know if it'd be Thor or Miss Marvel, uh, but... Thor is the last movie in Phase 4, and next is Phase 5, and this phase is called the Multiverse Saga. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, or this, like, entire thing, like, Phase 4, 5, and 6 is supposed to be the Multiverse Saga, like how Phase 1 through 3 were the Infinity Saga. So uh, we get a lot of dates, we have a lot of confirmations and names of things, so, uh, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, uh, we've already gotten a trailer for that. I think we've gotten two trailers for that at this point, uh, is releasing August 17th. Um, after watching the second trailer, I'm kind of, I'm a little interested in it. Um, we got to see in the latest trailer that we're actually getting Daredevil, uh, played by Charlie Cox, um, which is really exciting. Um, I know last time, uh... <laughs> You guys don't know about this, but Vincent had some really strong opinions about She-Hulk uh, when we first watched the first trailer. But um, look, yeah, it's not it's not my fault that she's. I, I don't know if it's if they've made it better since the last trailer because I I saw that there was a new trailer and um, didn't watch it on purpose um she she does not make me feel okay um i understand it's hard to do like a fully cgi main cast character she looks she looks okay i think she looks pretty decent 
Did they um, make her look better? Because that first trailer was a little rough. Yeah, there were a couple close-ups. I, I definitely think it looks better. It's just okay. having CGI characters interact with each other is one thing. Having CGI characters interact with actual people is another, you know? So Yeah. And with the environment and, yeah. Uh, I Am Groot uh, is going to be... So, uh, She-Hulk's releasing August 17th. So, from the date that we're recording this, it's going to release in... 13 days and uh i am groots releasing august 10th uh and we just got a trailer for that is that august 10th of this year so like in um, six days i think so oh wow that would make sense because we're getting we're getting guardians like early next year right yeah um does that mean is, is it just gonna be like a short show or like small things because this is the first time we're gonna have like marvel shows side by side i don't know yeah. maybe interesting um we're getting secret invasion uh spring 2023 uh this was announced last year or there was it was in that big like announcement uh not a com not wasn't comic-con i forget what it was uh, yeah, the recent one where they did all their announcing. I forget what it was. I can't remember. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium. It's February 17th, 2023. So we're going to get uh, that movie followed by the Secret Invasion series. Uh, Secret Invasion, uh, what's her name from Game of Thrones is going to be in it? Amelia Clark? Uh, yes. Yeah, and... You know, Secret Invasion, it's going to be a take on, like, the Marvel event. Uh, and then Quantumanium is supposed to have Kang as the main villain. Uh, also, so they recasted after Endgame. Uh, so they recasted, what's his name, like, Scott Lang's daughter, right? Yeah. But I think they recasted that girl in Endgame to a different person. Like, to time jump, I guess. Oh. Yeah, I, th that's what I remember them saying. And she's going to be uh, uh, the new... She's, she's going to be like a superhero in it. Like she has a purple suit. Uh, I don't oh. Yeah, I don't remember Cassie's like name in the current comics because that's what they're using for her. But when she was on the Young Avengers, her name was Stature. Because in the comics, like she also... Her excuse was that she wasn't a mutant. It, it was the fact that, like, she was exposed to pen particles from, like, an extremely young age. So, like, she just kind of inherently has the same effects. So she could grow super big and shrink super small without the use of pen particles. Mm -hmm. uh, not sure if that's going to be the same thing. Probably not. Uh, but it was kind of cool. Uh, cool. She also died in that storyline. <laughs> so Oh, that's yeah. less cool. Yeah, it's okay. She got brought back by King. <laughs> Yeah, that's, a, that's actually an interesting <coughs> thing um, because in the Young Avengers, Kang's younger self is Iron Lad. Uh, so, and he also has like a crush on Cassie and like they date. So that's kind of an interesting thing because Kang's going to be the main villain. Uh, it would be an interesting thing to have like young, a young Kang. Like, maybe not John Boyega for Young Kang, because, like, the, he's still much older than whoever they're going to cast for Cassie Lang. Yeah. Uh, but still. They could do, like, multiple younger versions of current Kang. Um, 
So yeah, that's coming out in February. We have Guardians 3, which is May 5th, um, 2023. Uh, kind of an odd thing. In the trailers, like, like I'm, I'm not going to spoil it because Vincent hasn't seen Thor. Uh, but like we know that the Guardians show up from the Thor trailer in Thor. And like the fact that the movies like this like this decent gap it question makes me question if certain things are gonna happen, but we'll get to that like after we talk about Thor. Um Black Panther Wakanda Forever, we got a trailer for that recently and uh we were announced that November eleventh this year, twenty twenty two, is gonna be the release for it. Uh pretty exciting. Uh, pretty controversial things happening in the movie. Um, them uh, actually killing off T'Challa's character uh, in line with the passing of Chadwick Boseman and uh, people getting mad that Atlantis isn't exactly like how the comics are and they're probably Mayan-inspired. So, you know, can't, can't appease everybody. Uh, but they are I'm bl- just glad that Namor is finally going to be in the MCU. Yeah. I, I find Namor, like, fascinating. My only real interaction with him as a character was through um, the old, like, PS2 game Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh, yeah, um, and then there was the Atlantis missions. Yeah. There's the whole Atlantis mission and the whole Atlantis area that you would go to. I think you went there, like, right before Asgard. Yeah. Um, and just full-on immersion into the middle of a civil war it was it was a very interesting experience for a 10 year old to have i feel like that should be like our first game we talk about on the podcast because i I loved ultimate alliance and also like fun game also like best like such a good original story that like yeah didn't technically tie into anything from the comics but like it's still very like i could see this happening i mean like how how better of like an intro to the game can you get than having your first boss fight be against Fing Fang Foom? And like I don't know, story, the story beats were kind of good, and I like I like most of it, and even the ending, like how, how certain things went. I don't know. I yeah. just thought it was cool. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, yeah, I I I I love Namor. Like he's a total dick and asshole, and like. In some ways, he's very comparable to how T'Challa can be in the comics because they're very much for their people, not really like anybody else to an extent, depending on like what time and uh, what circumstances are going on. Like when, I forget what it was, something attacked Wakanda. I think it was Doom. Something attacked Wakanda during Avengers versus X-Men. And T'Challa was just like, yeah. He told his wife, who was Storm, was just like, nah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's just like, I'm he's like, I'm picking my people over you. Leave. Um and him and you know, the whole thing with Wakanda Forever is gonna be like like uh Atlantis versus uh Wakanda. And that's like a big thing in the comics, or kind of is a big thing, you know. You have two very headstrong for the people kings, uh that Sometimes they're at odds. You know, you set foot in the ocean. That's Namor's territory. Uh, yeah. But Africa is the literal largest continent in the world. So, yeah, very interested. He looks cool. Everything looks good about it. Um, yeah. 
Then we get the Echo TV show, Summer 2023. I'm not, like, super excited about this, but, like, I I hope it keeps my interest. You know? Uh, we got introduced to her in Hawkeye, and with, like, the announcement that Charlie Cox is coming back to the MCU... Uh, hopefully we'll have some like interaction there or something like that. Just more expansiveness. Echo's a cool character. Uh, I'm just not sure where they're gonna take her in the MCU. Just because like everybody, like they've taken a lot of street level characters, and they very much have pushed them to like cosmic level. Like right off the bat, so. Um, we got Loki season two coming, uh, summer 2023 too. So that'll be interesting. Probably like beginning and end of summer um here's an exciting one blade november 3rd yes. 2023 we actually saw yes. we saw the hat like he like some of the actors were at hall h and everything like that i think they even showed a trailer that people couldn't record i believe yeah. so yeah bro. i i'm so excited for fucking blade dude i think it was so like once they announced that they were like going to do blade they like brought him back in the comics as like a member of the avengers and like he just does cool shit and like it's awesome yeah no blade's awesome blade okay so i don't know that much about blade again another character that like my only real understanding of him because he was in like ultimate alliance right mm-hmm yeah, my only, like, interaction with him has been through Ultimate Alliance. He is a vampire hunter who is also a vampire, right? And just uses a, uh, uses a katana. Yeah, he's a, he's a half, he, he's a daywalker. Yeah, he's, he's half vampire. So cool. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, I'm excited. Um, one second. So next we have Ironheart Fall 2023. Uh, Riri Williams is actually going to be making an appearance in Wakanda Forever. That's been confirmed. Whether or not she's going to have like her whole Ironheart suit, uh, we're not sure about. Um, I, I did see these like shots of like Funko Pops, and it's supposed to be like her in like this prototype suit, but like it's not really like an Iron Man looking suit. It's more. It kind of just looks like she has like a more humanoid. Like, you remember the remember in Aliens, <laughs> like the the giant mech suit. <laughs> that that. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, oh no! Like the, kind the of one like with the, like the grabber arms. Yeah, like smaller oh. or, like, repulsor cannons. That's what I saw. That's that's funny. Which I mean, that's like interesting. Riri's Riri's literally just like a teenage genius who, like, she got into. I think she got into Harvard. Like, on scholarship, like, her family is just, like, you know, average family, maybe, like, or maybe, like, lower, lower middle class, you know what I mean? So, like, she was, like, stealing Oh, they are, tech. they are definitely lower middle class, absolutely. Yeah, she, so she's, like, stealing tech and, like, creating the Iron Man suit, uh, which in a post-dead Tony Stark world is an interesting take, especially, so, so we got all of this stuff, but we still don't know about Armor Wars. Like, we didn't get anything about Armor Wars, but we definitely heard about it last time there were announcements, yeah. uh, which is I interesting. Mean, I mean, in, in Ironheart's original run, Tony's dead, too. Uh, um, so, 
right? So because th- Tony Tony turned himself into Jarvis. No, so no, so yeah, kind of. Eh. Okay, so at the beginning, like, all right. So no, he wasn't dead when they first met. When they first met, uh, he was alive. Uh, he was the Invincible Iron Man at that point, and he was. He like heard that like somebody like stole his designs. Like I'm pretty sure she like hacked his computers or something. Uh, created like her own Iron Man suit. Kind of just looked like the Mark One, like with Mark Two design aspects. Mm-hmm. And like she was just like flying around doing Iron Man things. And then like he like met her. And then like he just kind of did like the Iron Man thing. And he was just like, keep doing what you're doing, kid. Here's some money. Uh, <laughs> uh, I sanctioned you to be like. You, you can do this shit. Like, you're pretty cool. Uh, when he did die, he did leave his... A- so he, he copied his brain's consciousness on, into an AI, right? And yeah. he kind of... Post-death, I think Pepper gave it to... Gave him to her as, like, a guidance. Like, more as, like, a teacher. And then after she left... After, like, she joined the champions, that's when Tony, like put the AI into suits. Oh. Yeah. Also, Dr. Doom was Iron Man for a while. That was cool. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Ironheart. I really like Riri over the years. Like, initially, like, I know people had, like, some type of, like, oh, it's a legacy character. People were trying, they're, they're making Tony Stark a black woman, blah, 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 blah. No. Like, it, it took a while, just like it took a while for people to like Miles, but, like, I definitely think it's needed change. It's also, like, something really nice to see because she's not Tony Stark, um, both in yeah. the comics and hopefully not in, this, in the movie. Like, I don't want them to harp too much on certain things, just like how we'll talk later on, like, certain things about Carol Danvers and Kamala Khan should have or shouldn't have been addressed in certain ways. Um... But yeah, no. Uh, we're, we're, we're like, how many minutes in? We're just talking about Marvel stuff still. Uh, <laughs> Agatha, Agatha, Coven of of Chaos, which was supposed to be House of Harkness, is supposed to come uh, winter 2023. Um, more Agatha stuff, Darkhold, maybe Wanda. Um, we got Daredevil Born Again, spring 2024. Uh, Daredevil series with Charlie Cox. Exciting, exciting. Um, supposed to be like a soft reboot slash continuation with Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, for the Netflix show. So that's cool. Uh, with Captain America New World Order, May 3rd, 2024, which is supposed to be Sam Wilson's first, uh, actual movie as Captain America. Uh, we got this... This being announced is not a surprise, but it's very much nice to see it confirmed. Thunderbolts, July 23rd, 26th, 2024. We're getting the Thunderbolts project. I don't know if this was a movie or a TV show announcement. Uh, We all pretty much, like, called it. But sadly, with uh, the actor passing for uh, Thunderbolt Ross, it probably is going to take a different turn, you know. The team was named after him, so they're probably going to do some type of homage uh, to the character um, in some type of form. Uh, Bear with me. Last three. Uh, November 2024, uh, ending Phase 5, Fantastic Four, was announced. Um, 
this will be our third Fantastic Four try. This time and by Disney Marvel. This, hopefully this one will work. Yeah, this will be our third try, fourth movie total. I didn't have the biggest issue with like the first Fantastic Four, where no, I don't. Um, Chris Evans was uh, was the Human Torch. You know that I I honestly don't. I never watched like the the Silver Surfer sequel or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, I remember really enjoying the first one. I just my only gripe with it like is like I wish that certain characters were like better. Like, I wish Jessica mm-hmm. Alba played, like, a better Sue, and I wish him, like, Sue and Reed had, like, a better relationship. Like, I understand, like, they're starting to date, but, like, I don't know. I just, I, they're, they get married by the second one, so, like, oh, I don't know. That's that's a little rushed. Yeah, so, like, I, I don't know. Kind of, uh, um, but interesting. Um, spoilers for Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. You know, maybe John Krasinski's gonna come back, who knows? Um, and then last two, we got the two Avengers movies announced Avengers, the King dynasty and Avengers secret wars. So King dynasty is also a story arc along with secret wars. Secret wars has two versions, uh, one from 2018 and one from 1998, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, which one they're going to do. It's probably going to be the 28 version, 2018 version. Uh, Kang Dynasty, I think that's literally just a story arc about Kang winning and killing everybody. So, Do you think that we're going to see the symbiote in Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars? I don't. Do you know if we're ever going to actually see it again? I hope. I don't know what Sony's doing, you know. It's an association with Disney Marvel, so like they still have yeah. own rights. So, um, hopefully, I think it'd be really cool to like disassociate himself from Spider Man as much as possible. So like, if he like ended up in a different movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like nobody knows him outside of just Spider Man. I honestly um, think it'd be cool if like they introduced him like kind of earlier. Like, I don't know. We had like. Uh, he, he ends up in like one of the before movies like i don't know like you, i don't know in you know what she hulk or echo or something like that and then like we they can introduce him with iron heart uh yeah they could because like to. if she, if she ends up like actually getting her hands like proper on like stark technology there is one person at the forefront of my mind who has probably the most experience with making suits with stark technology at this point and that's peter yeah, yeah, no. I definitely think Peter having a cameo in Ironheart would make sense. Um, I don't know. It just depends on, like, where how they want to, like, make their relationship. Because, like, we don't... We know that he doesn't... Maybe he probably doesn't have a relationship with anybody that could be Ironheart, like Riri's character. So, yeah. Um, I do think it'd be cool to have him in the Thunderbolts, though. I think if Venom is going to be a main character in anything, uh, put him in the Thunderbolts. Um, and that's all the Marvel stuff. <laughs> so uh, I'll just go through the rest of my list, uh, and then you can shoot. We can shoot over to you. Uh, so DC, uh, but just a couple things with DC. Um, apparently, they projected a ten-year plan, very similar to Marvel's ten-year plan. Um, probably not going to work. DC's taking a lot of L's lately. 
uh, speaking of which, the whole HBO Max Discovery Plus merger because of Warner Brothers and Discovery uh, is happening. A uh, bunch of stuff happened, like um, shows are being canceled, things are being delayed. The merger is going to take place in 2023 is when the actual giant application will come out. Um, but like one of the saddest things to happen is that Batgirl got canceled and not like it got canceled. Like they're not going to make the show. Like it got canceled. Like the show's done and they don't want to release it anywhere. Um, big L's for fucking CW. Um, haven't been making money since 2014. My ass wasting $7 million on a show. Um, yeah, super stupid. And, uh, uh, last thing, Lady Gaga is apparently in Joker 2 uh, with Joaquin Phoenix. Um, I, I I don't know. I, <laughs> I brought this up, but like I really don't care too much about it. Um, then uh, some anime stuff. Uh, I think I had a couple things, but this is the only thing I could think of. Uh, Kaiju number 8, a manga that I actually really liked and have been reading since the beginning, uh, is getting an anime adaptation. Super fun, super cool, like quirky not super serious yet, has some adult tones, um, is shonen, but isn't about teenagers, um, super action-packed, super nice art, uh, it's getting animated, uh, we just got the trailer recently, uh, and the D&D movie trailer was at San Diego Comic-Con, and it looks interesting, to say the least, so, yeah, take it away, Vincent. Alrighty. Well, I don't know about you, but I love Marvel news. And speaking of Marvel news, oh, no. Patton Oswalt has has confirmed Eternals 2 in a very just random uh, like talk show interview that he had. He just started talking about Eternals 2. Um, apparently, it is going to be directed by Chloe Zhao. Um, and it's i that's i think that's actually all the info that we probably properly have at this point because he didn't like fully blab about it um but still that's <laughs> just just kind of a random tom holland thing to do you know yeah. um along with that confirmation um we also had a tiktok being uh that was posted by oscar isaac's daughter um, where it was showing that they were in Cairo and, sh- and, uh, Oscar, uh, <laughs> kind of confirmed and said, oh, we're f- making season two. Um, there's no real grounds or official announcement for it yet. Um, but you know, but who cares? Everything's just getting the- announced. Everything's just kind of getting announced. Um, it's <laughs> Comic-Con stuff, man. Yeah. It's it's time for people just to say things. And the last thing that I have, and then we can move on to the main event. Avatar Studios has officially announced their first movie. All um, right. And instead of it being what we had originally thought and what they had originally talked about where it was going to be the Kyoshi Warrior movie, Um, it is actually going to be about the original cast as young adults, um, which is going to be super cool and super interesting. Just as we're going to get to see Zuko having to deal with damage with like damage repair. 
Yeah, um, so this is, I hope, I wonder if they're going to take the, I wonder if they're going to adapt, like, the, the after comics, like, between Korra and Avatar, because that'd be interesting. Because uh, yeah. a lot of that has been, like, already kind of touched upon in those books. Um, I just find it crazy that it's been, that Avatar has been around for so long and we haven't had a movie made about it yet. You know? This is the yeah. first Avatar The Last Airbender movie. True. Yeah. Yeah. And when you say it like that, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, exciting though. Super exciting. Absolutely. Uh, you said that was the last thing? Uh, that's the last thing I have. Uh, that's the last thing you have for this segment? Yeah. You, you don't have anything for the next segment? No, I do not. You don't have anything for for Vincent's random facts? Vincent's random facts? Vincent's random facts? Uh... <laughs> well, since you brought it up, apparently another massive sinkhole has emerged near a copper mine in Chile. Holes are just popping up and popping all over the world lately. It's kind of weird. I think instead of random facts, we're just going to say random holes Vincent's found. Random holes Vincent's Vincent has ra- filled. Rans- um, random okay. Vincent holes. Vincent's random, random Vincent. holes. Yeah. Vincent and his plot holes. Vincent's, Vincent's plot holes. That works. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all we have for news. Um, you know, for people listening, you know, if you want to shoot us questions, just hit our DMs up. We'll make a segment out of it. Um, yeah, I guess we'll guess we'll talk about the main event, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel. Woo! So before we uh, before we start talking about things about it, well, one out of ten. Did you like it? I'll give it another nine point five. This was really good. Marvel doesn't really like do a bad job with their TV shows. Yeah, I. I definitely think that this is uh, this doesn't suffer from the whole like this could just be a movie. Um, I give it a solid. I give it a solid nine, like a very solid nine. I can't see this being anything but a TV show. I this needed every episode. I do have my gripes with it. They're not as bad as I thought they were going to be after watching it. I really enjoyed the show. I definitely think some of the things I enjoyed in the beginning were more of like eye catchers that didn't transition throughout the entire thing. Uh, but yeah, we'll get to that. Um, now, now for spoilers, go away, everybody. Uh, have a good day if you haven't watched this. If you haven't watched this, uh, Midoriya show. dies. Midoriya dies. Go watch Bubble. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't, at the beginning of it, I, I don't. I really liked it. It it it, it is very Scott Pilgrimy. Like in the beginning, I definitely think that it's as cute charm, uh, with like the texting and like I don't know her imagination and like I I don't. It, I can relate to it. Like I'm I'm not a teenager anymore. You know I'm an adult. I pay bills. But like, I I don't know. It, it it hit like my inner child. It was just like, yeah, this to- this I could totally see myself doing this, or like, I can relate to this on some type of level. 
Um, it didn't feel too, like, tropey or tryhard, which, like, I find a lot of big shot media whenever they have to depict, like, a teenager or a high schooler or anything like that. Um, usually it's just very tropey. Um, oh, this, there was an adult who just scrolled through, um, someone's Instagram feed and just grabbed random words and put them on a script. These yeah. are very bullable yeah. high schoolers. Yeah, I, the people who worked on this, very, very, very intelligent people. And <laughs> uh, in, in a way where, like, everything flowed really well. Um, there were a couple things I had, I had grapes on, which I'll get to in a bit, but I, I, as a whole, I really liked it. Uh, I, her powers, you know, we'll just, we'll just do this like an, like an overall thing, her powers. I'll just get to this so I can talk about like some of the better things. Gorgeous, right? How did you, how did you feel about it? I mean, you don't read comics. I mean, like recent stuff. So like, how did you feel about it? Not knowing anything about her. You assume I know nothing about her. I actually did read, um, the first issue of the Miss Marvel run. I, 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 albeit like I didn't read like all of it. And I also did read, um, the first issue of champions, which she was a part of, right? Oh yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, so like I, I, I do know Kamala. Founding um, member, yeah. At the very least. Um and that first issue like developed her very well. Um and it was very interesting to see because it was so, so different than what she goes through in, in this. I mean, she kind of goes through something similar, but I mean in the comics for those that don't know, Kamala like is shown off from the very beginning as being a metahuman. Um, and she, instead of having the powers excuse that she me, has... In the people, excuse me, sir. This is not the DC universe. She's an inhuman. An inhuman. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, but um, she... You know, the thing that they completely killed off by saying she wasn't one in the show. <laughs> that was the last wow. time. Black Bolt was the last inhuman we'll ever see in the MCU. Yeah. Um, but, um, in the comics, her, she shape can shapeshift her body and like can make herself become bigger. Um, she can like extend her hands and make them really big. Like, like she does in the show, but like, it's actually just her hand, um, and stuff. And the very first time we see her powers proper, she was like, just really she was still idolizing Captain Marvel and just wanted to really badly be Carol Danvers. And then she used her powers for the first time and woke up in Carol Danvers' body. Yeah, but it, so, it was her body. She just like transformed into a, an exact lookalike. Yeah. Kamala her her powers called him Biggin, uh, which she says like in the last episode for some reason. Uh and she can she's she's like a polymorph. I'm pretty sure that's like the best term to give it's her. It's probably the best way to put it. Cause like as much as she doesn't use it later on in her career as a superhero, like she can just completely transform into somebody else. But she uses her abilities to mostly like extend her limbs, make herself huge, uh 
different things like that. She's not like Mr. Fantastic. People make that comparison. Uh, but like she, she can do similar things to him, like as him, uh, but completely different power set. Um, yep, yep, go ahead, go ahead. I was interested in what you were saying. Keep going. Yeah, oh, um, well, that's her powers in the comics. Uh, in, in the TV show, she has, um, a bangle, uh, that helps channel her powers. Um, and she, like, creates this, like, Halo-esque overshield, over her body and she's able to create um just like uh light hard light projections um of her hands and stuff it's 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 actually like an and a type of energy i guess yeah i i forget the term that they use in the tv show nor like door but nor (laughs) Yeah. Nor um, VP. And she's able to like make sponsor us. Sponsor when? Um but she's able to make platforms for her to walk on, uh, which has always been like just a fun thing for me. Uh she she very easily could have like Iceman'd her way around. She she did like, um, in the beginning, like when they were doing like the practice thing. She Yeah, she she did for a little bit and she, I, I got a good cackle out of that. I Hon- love Iceman. Honestly, has better maneuver mechanics compared to everybody in Gotham Knights. Just saying. Nah, it's true. It's true. It's more believable than flying Mystic Leap. Um, but yeah, it's it's cool. It's really fun to look at. I, I. I'm I'm like on the I'm like a fifty fifty about this because like in the show like it's very interesting like nor I, I I've looked it up and like there is no comic book thing about this like this might be oh so this is Mar this is MCU original yeah like like obviously this has no connection to her in the comic books like she's she's an inhuman she just has like like her this is her physical body's like enhanced ability um so like i'm 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 indifferent about like the whole like they didn't have her origin similar uh but they do touch on like very similar things with her they just don't do it in the way that they did in the comics which i'm kind of on the fence about but powers wise i do think it looks really cool she's able to do a lot of like a lot more cool things like she can do most of the ambiguous stuff with like making giant feet uh making giant hands uh she it pretty much gives herself armor uh i was told by somebody i was told by my friend that apparently like one of the directors or showrunners said that kamala's abilities are inspired by the mutant armor uh armor for those who don't know uh, i'm gonna pull up her name real quick um she is one of the coolest characters. Um, oh, what is her name? Uh, Hisako Ichiki uh, is armor in Marvel Comics. Uh, and her ability is that she can create a 
physical manifestation of like psionic energy and it can be like it it usually creates itself in a form of like armor around her that she can customize to like be like any shape any type of like spikes or like any type of like layers and everything like that right this is the most anime shit i've ever heard that okay so like that's her power right but like usually like mutations have like some type of like other thing to go with it and some sometimes her ability isn't just like her armor right her armor gets stronger every time somebody in her family dies <laughs> it is a physical manifestation of her of like her psionic energy that gets stronger every time a member of her family dies Oh. She can use her armor over other people uh, if they're, like, within her. It's basically a Susano from Naruto. Like, she can make it huge. Like, she fought Fing Fang Foom before. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, she was Big, a, big strong. Yeah. She um, it obviously gives her, like, a, a stat boost in, like, both defense and offense. But uh, she's super cool. Uh, pretty sure she was a founding member of the New Mutants. Um awesome person uh apparently inspired kamala's powers but yeah this whole nor thing like this is like a totally original thing if anything it's inspired by something from the comic books but isn't directly like a reference um the gins and everything i can tell you that that's an original concept too uh the bangle for a long time i remember the bangles people thought that they were the quantum bands and that she was gonna be quasar uh, which I was kind of believing because I assumed that they were just going to make her related to Carol Danvers in like every way possible. Uh, mm -hmm. Subverted my expectations, which I'm happy about. But she, she, it, the Bengal unlocks unlocked her power because her, you know, we're going to get pretty deep into this. Like her great grandmother was a Jin from the Nora dimension. Which is just a dimension that lays parallel with ours, of course. You know, with, there's like a million of those in the MCU so far. Uh, but it's just pure energy, right? And like the Nor beings can like transfer to Earth and then they're like flesh and blood. But like they need like a proper bridge to go back home. But like Nor can have kids with humans and like those kids can have like. By using this bangle, which, like, we... I don't think... Did we ever get explained what the bangle, like, where it came from? Uh, no. Like, it, it looked like they, they they grabbed it off a blue person. So it's either a Cree or one of the Atlanteans. Because uh, those are the only blue people we know about in the MCU so far. Yeah. So it's either dead Atlantean or a Cree, Which, if it's a Cree, kind of makes sense for the post credit scene. So... Yeah. Um... Yeah, um, it's not just like she gets her power from the bangle. It unlocked her uh, DNA or whatever. Um, it's interesting. I like Kamala's character a lot more than I like her abilities. Um, the fact that we didn't see her suit up till the end is very, like, from what we've seen, like, for the new people. Uh, except Moon Knight. Uh, by the way, episode four being, like, or episode four, episode five being dramatic flashback for every single MCU project so far is like almost on point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I think she's cool. I really liked 
Kamala, I really loved the representation of like Indian culture and Pakistani culture and like I don't know, it was cool. Uh I didn't get this a lot, but like as a kid who's mixed, like I kind of understood some of like you know, the downplay, like self deprecation, like the downplaying of yourself and how you won't fit into society and like low key I understood like some of the smaller like sticking to like your culture and like being with them and like finding your family within like the people who are like you and those different things that were like brought up in the show and like I don't know. Like ethnicity and culture. I, I vibe with that. I really like it. Um the fucking music, bro, those were jams. Like I Oh I, my I god, the soundtrack for this show was so good. Every time there was like a like a ten second transition where they played a song, I was bopping my head every fucking time. It was it was so good. Um, yeah, uh, I don't I don't know. Um, overall, I thought it was super cool. I really disliked Bruno because they tried to make him like a love interest. Thank you. Oh my god, that's the only reason why I didn't give it a 10. Like, Bruno was cool and interesting to start, and then they made him just the stereotypical, jealous, shy, awkward friend who has to force himself to be macho. It was like... Like, uh, I hate that stereotype. I felt like I was watching a 2006 Disney, sh- Disney Channel movie. Actually. Like, uh, I feel like I would give it better scores if he just wasn't forcing himself. Um, I love Nakia. Um, she just is so amazing. Like, what she represents, what she does, how the actress portrays her. Super cool. Uh, Zoe. I heard, I had, like, non-spoiler reviews, like, that I watched, and people were just, like, Zoe's MVP. I gave her, like, a solid, not 7 out of 10. We didn't really see her, but she's definitely an ally. Um, yeah, I, I, I was worried about her being a constant character and being like annoying. And then when she actually showed back up and was an actual character, she was an actual character, which I very much appreciated. Yeah. Um, her family, her family is just awesome. I really love her grandma. Like her grandma, I vibe with that. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, my favorite fucking scene in the show was in episode five when like Kamala was out doing shit, and then she was just like, she was like, she was like Ami, she's just like Kamala's missing, and then uh, fucking Kamala's grandma was just like, you know when Magnum went missing before, I got a chip installed in him. She's just like Mag- Magnum's a fucking dog, Kamala's a girl. If I could, I would. <laughs> If it was legal, I would. And then, like, two seconds later, they're just like, you can just look her up on the phone. He's just like, she's like, like that's like parental spyware, and he's just like... Why have I not been told about this sooner? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking her mom. The actress that portrayed Kamala's mom is amazing, and, like, I really liked it. The dad's my favorite character. Felt like an actual family, which yeah. I appreciated. Yeah. The least developed person is definitely her brother, but, like, he definitely gives those, like, big brother vibes, like... He was down to like he 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 literally got fucking arrested for her at the end. Um, her dad 
is somebody I is is somebody that I have actually like not, I haven't met the actor, but the character that he played and the and the way that he acted and talked is somebody that I have met in real life. It was a very a very fun time every time he was on screen. He was, oh my god, when when uh Bruno got uh Siri set up or whatever in the house Zuzu. and he was like, oh yeah, Zuzu. This is fucking magic. <laughs> Yeah, no. dude, the dads. It's literally going to be me at some point. Uh, whenever like Alexa twenty is set up, and I'm like senile, and my kids are my grandkids are setting it up for me, I'm gonna be Fucking just magical. have my mind blown. <laughs> um, definitely best. Like as much as like in the beginning, like you can't hate the mom. Like you'd be like, um, blah blah blah. Like kids would hate her, but like as an adult, like you're just like, yeah, she's just being a mom. Like they're just all being parents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like the dad wanting Kamala to do whatever she wants, but like her mom's just like no, and then you can see it in his face that he's just like ah, I kind of gotta listen to your mom. Um, the brother was cool. He got married. That's nice. Um, not much character out of her sister-in-law. Um, yeah. Kind of sad. Interesting that they 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 showed the wedding, so like they cast her parents and like. Oh my gosh, the dance scene was so cool. Um, yes. Uh, Kamran, I'm interested to see what happens to him. Uh, I have no idea what the red daggers are. <laughs> um, they sound like they're something from the it's, comics. It's Assassin's Creed. Come on, we know what they are. Um, Kamran, that whole thing, that mom is the worst she's fucking contender for the worst parent in the MCU. <laughs> like, I think she gets, she gets beat out by like Thanos, uh, ego. Uh, she's definitely above when Wu from Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi. <laughs> uh, she gets beat out by who else? Who else is a bad father or bad parent in the MCU? Huh. Uh, Tony's dad? No, Howard was a good dad. He just was busy. Um. Yeah, no, fucking... She's above Wenwu. Wenwu loved his kids, but, like, you know, wife died. But she literally abandoned him <laughs> when they were leaving. He, he was the reason they got out of the fucking... Uh, What's it called? Uh, damage control place. And yeah. she just abandoned him. Yeah. Like, um, and also, Loki didn't care that she died. Like, he, he was just like, did my mom die? And then he was just like, ah, I guess she's dead. <laughs> um, Red, Red Dagger Dude, I don't remember his name. Uh, he was cool. Uh, them having the, the like the small slice of life like family like life moments were super cool like we've mm. we got it out of like some things like Hawkeye here and there but like I don't know it was really nice to see it in this movie or this show um I feel like I'm rambling I want to hear your thoughts on certain things um I kind of I mean you 
kind of brought it up. I, I, I'm interested to see what happens with Kamran. I kind of wish we got like to see him more because like we met him, and then he ended up in jail very fast. Yeah. And then we just, well, we went to. What we went to Pakistan for two episodes, mm-hmm. two three episodes, right? Yeah. It was just we just got snippets of him here and there, but like they set him up to be such a. I, I get that he gets brought back and he's like really integral to the story for the final episodes, but like, I wish he was on screen for like every episode. Yeah, I, I don't know. At first, like, okay, so when 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 the other Jins died, right? When the other, what were they called? The S. Eshlan. I don't remember. The Jins. The, the other ones that weren't uh, her grandmother. When they all died. Mm-hmm. I was just like, they have another episode. Who the fuck's going to be the villain? And like, he wasn't the villain. The villains were damage control. Which, again, another fucking series where like, the government is the bad guy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, which I'm, I'm I'm not saying here or there. I just think like that's very much like what they're doing, and I think it's a funny thing to do because we've already done civil war, and like them setting up a civil war type scenario in this in this phase or next phase would feel way better than what they did in Captain America: Civil War. Yeah. Um. Which superhero registration act? Fucking my ass! People are still running around. Um, yeah, I. Sokovia yeah. Accords. Sokovia Accords. More like nobody cares. Um. What else? Um. Her suit I, looks amazing. Oh, go why ahead. Why did he have powers at the end? So his mom died, right? And when the gate, like, released, she, like, I don't know, her will, and, like, her will and her en- leftover energy went to him, which I guess... Like, that was enough to just activate his powers, even though they, like, alluded that he was gonna, like, get the other... There's another bangle somewhere. They talked about that. They said that there were two, and we only ever saw one. So, Okay. Okay, so you know how, like, in the post-credits, they, like, are, are they're kind of alluding that she's a mutant, right? Yes. If that is... Okay, hear me out, right? The partition uh, took place during British-occupied uh, India, right? 1942. Yes. That blue person, people think it's Cree, right? Uh-huh. What if it is, like, space alien technology, but that was an Atlantean? What if Namor has the other other bangle? And Mm. that's how... What if this device isn't technically, like, something to do with them? Like, with the djinn? It's just the fact that Aisha... It helps channel the power. Yeah, Aisha just happened to give her... Like, she just had it, right? What if, like, what if Aisha was also, like, a mutant? Or maybe, you know, like, maybe the, 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 what it does is it unlocks, like, 
the X gene or a hidden mutation or powers within a person, right? It, it just happened to fall into Aisha's hands, which you saw it kind of did something with her, right? Um, yeah. And it unlocked Kamala's ability. Well, what if the other bangle was in Namor's position and it unlocked his ability? Mm. You know what I mean? It could be a stretch. It's probably, it was probably a Cree and it's probably Cree technology, right? Um, yeah. But just, just something to think about. I didn't think he was going to get the other bangle. I thought it was kind of weird that like he got powers, but I was just like, we have a whole episode. Maybe he's going to be the last villain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. It was kind of a weird ending. Also, her parents know that... Her family knows about her being a superhero. Totally not something that happens in the comics. Like, oh my, oh my god! When when she was like, "I need to tell you guys something," I am nightlight, and Taz just like, "Who? <laughs> what? 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 Who? What? What? I never would have guessed." Oh my god! Mom yeah. telling her family first before she has a chance to like tell. It's Relatable. again back to it. It's 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 a real family dynamic. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was good. It was really funny, too. Um, they, they gave her the name Nightlight. That's oh my God. so funny. Um, I think it is kind of interesting the way, so, like, her suit, <clears throat> amazing looking. Oh, my know. God. Her suit looks so good. But the way that they get, so Kamala in, what is it? I think in Arabic, she wore a necklace of it, right? It got broken, and then, like, her mother picked it up during episode yeah. five, and then it gives us the lightning bolt, right? Makes sense. Lightning bolt hasn't been associated with the MCU, or, like, the S isn't associated with anything in the MCU because Carol has never been Miss Marvel. Um, yes. She's only been Captain Marvel. Kamala's obsession with her in the comics has been since, like, her superhero debut, right? She yeah, loves where she was Miss Marvel. Yeah. Captain Marvel is what Carol was right now, or at the time, right? And, like, she followed her since she became, like, a public superhero. Because, like, I think Carol's identity has been known since, like, the early 80s. Like, when she became Miss Marvel. Yeah. Like, when she, when, when Marvel was alive. You know what I mean? Because she was just created as a love interest and everything. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, so we don't have, like, a point of reference because, like, you know, in the original comic, she transformed into OG Miss Marvel with, like, the black Speedo. Yes. Uh, she doesn't have the point of reference. She doesn't even have, like, in the comic, she kind of combined, like, the original, like, design with, like, modesties to, like, her own comfort and then, like, gave, like, she stole the color scheme. In this one, she stole the color scheme her mom made her suit, which, by the way, they they either, she made it, one, probably not, two, that person now knows the identity of her because they, they, they shipped it, they made it, you know what I mean? Yeah, they oh, had to have the body measurements. No, it's not just that. That lady just ordered that suit and this superhero young girl that kind of looks like her daughter is now running around in it. Oh my god. What hap <laughs> do you think that when the Marvels come that when the Marvels comes around, 
Kamala's just gonna get like doxxed by somebody who like found the who found the order or whatever. We found your receipts online. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's I don't know. It's it's so interesting. Avengers Con being a thing. I think that the most interesting thing about the MCU isn't the fact that it's a world that heroes live in, right? That's an interesting concept, right? It's it's been done so many times, like with different universes, right? Yeah. Um, even like parodies, like like uh, the Watchmen, like how a darker, grittier, more realistic type of parody that could be. Um. But like, my thing about it is like the blip, like the time skip, the fact that half of the Earth was snapped away and then came back, right? Mm-hmm. And like the world that we don't understand because this is a totally MCU concept. And then like Avengers Con, people celebrating it. Like it's not Comic Con. Like these people are literally celebrating the people that saved their lives. Um, also, how do they, how do they, I, I was going to say, how do they know about the whole America's ass thing? But s- apparently, Scott Lang has a podcast. <laughs> Um, uh, Scott Lang, come on, come on our podcast. Um, but yeah, apparently that's a thing. It was just dropped like randomly, but I'm guessing all like the MCU know abouts are because Scott Lang's telling his stories on his podcast. Do you think Luis is his co-host? Uh, if, if it's not Luis, then it's probably, um, the Baba Yaga guy. I was going to say um, it was going to be Smart Hulk. Oh, Bruce. Um, that would be interesting. Um, yeah. Um, I really... Uh, let me think. I, I don't... Did you, did you enjoy their final homage to the comics in the last episode? With her sitting on the lamppost yes yes that was very that was very nice um i'm just trying to think of like anything else that i really wanted to talk about um first episode second episode um fucking okay i know i brought up bruno and i hate the fact that he was a love interest but literally every single fucking guy that she was introduced to seemed like they were a love interest for her. And, like, go you, like, being a person that, like, want, that like wants open options, right? Mm-hmm. But I hate that the writers did that. Like, Red Dagger guy, Bruno. Yeah. Comron. Yeah. Know. Um... What else? Uh, A female character being present. And this goes for, like, male characters as well. Um, Does not mean that they have to have a love interest to be an interesting character. No, it does not. They can have just a really awesome and bubbly friendship with somebody. And it's perfectly fine. It could just be a platonic, natural friendship. He doesn't have to like her every single time. Yeah, It's just an annoyance there. Um... What else? What else? Come on, people. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, um, I guess the the first post credit 
up Carol just popping into her room because of the band. I definitely think that kind of confirms that it's Cree technology. It's Cree technology because it yeah. swapped. It probably swapped places with. Oh God! Do you think Kamala's like in the middle of space? Yeah, she definitely can't breathe in space. Mm. Um. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I hope not. I hope she. <laughs> I hope she wasn't flying. Is this how they get rid of Kamala Khan? Um. Hope not. Um, I really, I, I don't know. I, I don't have anything else. Uh, great show. Um, what more of her? Yeah. yeah I uh, I think we have it already confirmed. Uh, who's the third Marvel that we have? Monica. Marvel? Monica? Monica Rambo. I don't know if I know her. Um, she was pho- she's photon. She was the girl in Wandavision. The the black lady who fought Mar- who fought Wanda had energy powers. Went through the hex. Ah, Wandavision. Yes. Um, I still haven't watched Wandavision. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, she went through the hex like the giant bubble that Wanda made and like she got powers from it which oh. like initially was like people's theories about like when and also mine that like people who lived in there like were going to be genetically changed um oh. but it also could just be the fact that you know Wanda's like a nexus being and she could probably just re- out, rewrite reality but yeah. um Monica in the comics is like really OP. Like she's her name's Photon. She also was Miss Marvel before Carol was, by the way. Um, and I think she went by Captain Marvel before her too, as well. It's one of the two. Um, but she can literally turn herself into any form of energy, and absorb any form of energy. Uh, she beat oh. the Hulk before by just absorbing all of his gamma rays. Um, Interesting. She literally can turn into energy. Um, she can move like at this, like faster than the speed of light. She can move subatomically. Yeah, she's OP. Pretty awesome. Um, so it's gonna be those three. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What are your final thoughts? You have anything else to say before we end it? Uh not really. It was just another really, really good show that made me really happy. It's, uh, it's nice having a f- at least one to two comic frame of reference for these characters, um, and getting to see them like actualized, um, for at least the runs that I've seen for them. Because uh, like I read the first issue of the of the Hawkeye run where um he taught young lady that i can't remember the name of i think about kate yes kate well i where he i old man hawkeye or whatever where he has the where he has his um hearing aid mm-hmm. i saw that and then getting to see it be a tv show was very fun same here um just been a good time yeah yeah definitely um 
Yeah, um... So, I guess, uh, guess we're gonna be wrapping things up. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, follow us at our socials. Uh, I'm at lying underscore mask on Twitter. I am Vincent Barlow eight. And you can reach both of us at uh, domestic BF pod uh, on Twitter. And yeah, um, shout out to ultimate Maverick X for all of our arts. Um, like comment, subscribe, reach out to us. If you have any questions or recommendations, um, <laughs> do, do you want to tell them what we're going to do next episode? <laughs> We're gonna do next episode. Yeah. Wait are are you wanting to do that for the next episode? We can we can do that. That's perfectly fine with me. Next episode, we're going back in time once again to our childhoods, and we're gonna be watching and reacting to Ben Ten Edge of Time, the yeah. first ever live action Ben Ten movie. <laughs> I remember when that came out, and I watched it live on Cartoon Network. It was the time. It was the time of our lives. It was yes. the best time to be a kid. It, it definitely was. Mom, look, it could be me. <laughs> that could be you, mom. <laughs> fucking, f- fucking <laughs> pointing at wild. <laughs> pointing at fucking gray matter. It's fucking oh. Mom, get the camera. Yeah, um, but yeah, um. Thanks for listening. Tune in for next episode. And yeah, see you next time. See you, beautiful people.